educating, informing, entertaining. The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Hey, buckle up, buckaroos. We're going to do a show. We don't care what the weather's like. That's right. So, that's right. Hey. Uh, do this. Welcome aboard the Friday Afternoon Club here on a lovely Friday hand, afternoon. Let's just hand these out right now. Yeah, so uh, Chef, uh, uh, anyway, say hello to Chef Kevin Shin. Uh, thank you, Chef. Uh, here, Johnny, this is for you. And uh, yeah, so let's dive right in. Uh, yeah. Chef, what, a, well, well, it, what are um, we drinking? Um, some would call it a hot whiskey, but uh, <laughs> it's a hot toddy. And um, so what better warm-up than... Uh, yeah, a hot toddy on a yeah, cold winter absolutely. day. Absolutely. Well, so some very simple. Um, you probably you probably have everything you need. Um, you just need a little whiskey and a little lemon, um, and uh, honey, and that's your basic. So if you like it spicy or cheers, Johnny, um, little uh, cinnamon or clove or anise, go for it. Nice. I like mine straight and clean. There we go. That'll work. There we go. That will work. Well, uh, yes, you can tell we're anxious to uh, start the uh, Friday afternoon. So we hope you're uh, out of a snowbank into someplace. Here would be my beautiful uh, setting in front of a fireplace with this lovely drink and and all of you. (laughs) But anyway, we're we're practically all alone in this building. I think Chase Porter's in the newsroom. He's doing double duty on... uh, on traffic and so anyway let's uh let's get this party started and today uh is the third episode of dating over 50 so we're delighted that uh you would choose to turn in and you don't have to be over 50 you don't have to be single i can guarantee you uh, that this will be the entertaining part of the show or the entertaining part of the week uh, here on the Dan Parsons Show, and and I bet you can learn something, and we will. We'll open up. We uh, the phone lines are open four zero two four seven nine fourteen hundred, talk or text. Um, yeah, we've got some special guests uh, coming up, and uh, let's see. Here's so Dr. Trey, Dr. Trey Thompson, our resident psychologist from San Antonio, Texas. He just uh, texted me, Chef, and said that they uh, have three feet of snow down there, and so he can't make it. To the... <laughs> oh well, he's mixing his drinks. So that's... <laughs> Oh, that's uh, forgivable. So, and let me tell you what's coming up uh, after the news break at the bottom of the hour. Uh, we finally these uh, you know these old uh, old white guys. We finally figured out that maybe we ought to have a female perspective uh, about dating over fifty. So, joining us after the news break at the bottom of the hour at five thirty-six, uh, Paige Dempsey, who is a certified dating and relationship coach, uh, and she's just down the road in Omaha. So. I think she's all snuggled in and and ready to uh, to join us uh, later. So I did, anyway. I did bring her an extra. I, I told her that so, we, we well, thought of her. Yeah, Paige, if you're listening, um, your drinks here. <laughs> well, um, so yeah, uh, when when uh, when Trey gets on the phone here, we'll uh, and where Johnny go? Man, this is this is like a. Uh, it's a ghost is, town, right? It now. is a ghost town. Anyway, well, let's get to uh, and and they don't want us running the show. 
Well, we don't know how to run the show. <laughs> That's what I mean. That's the, you know, there's, there's these a bunch buttons, of knobs and, and buttons here. and sliders, yeah. and you know who knows what we're going to Yeah. Well, chef, out. Uh, how's your week? Man, it's, um, it's I'm good. I'm seeing you all week. What yeah. the heck have you been doing? Yeah. Let's, uh, are we breaking up? I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you don't bring me flowers anymore, Dan. I know. Dan. It, I know. Um, no, uh, kind, of, kind of the end of my uh, time off, I... Uh, start cooking next week next weekend and uh so found lots of things to fill my time uh, i'm currently uh starting a new book hopefully um yeah and so yeah. i'm trying every morning to spend time writing that's a discipline it is you know it's it i've got about three more months of productive time before my my attention changes to my other job and so i'm just trying to get as much cranked out as i can and uh, it's it's a book on faith and perspective that's uh nice. the simplest way nice. i can describe it but and for well, our i don't have my elevator pitch yet but well, we'll get it down we'll get and it. for our listeners to remind them what uh, the first two books were uh, i wrote a memoir slash cookbook about my um life and times of bread and cup and it was a 10-year run and um, I started writing uh, in 2006. Whenever I started, first made my transition out of uh, my first career into becoming a chef, and uh, I started writing what the, then was called a blo web blog, <laughs> and then it was more like a blog, <laughs> and, and it was not really well um, well honed in that in that time, and you know people would just like randomly put. Well, like they do now, just but here's what I ate and here's what I did. And, yep. uh, but I started writing to chronicle the journey about opening a restaurant. What was it like? And I mainly yeah. did it for me yeah. because I wanted to look back and see why in the world did I do that? Or Well, and uh, the photography's mm -hmm. beautiful yeah. and you throw in a few recipes yeah. and, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's delightful. So it was a, people, yeah, it was a labor of love. Find that? Yeah, but you can get it uh, at Francie and Finch downtown, yeah. or yeah. you can order it on my website, 55degrees.us, yeah. and I'll send you a signed copy. Yeah, yeah, very cool. Well, let's bring on uh, our other uh, guest, our co-host for Dating Over 50, uh, Dr. Trey Thompson. Doctor, are you with us? I am with you. Good afternoon. <laughs> Happy Friday. Good afternoon, doctor. <laughs> well, uh, I, I, uh, tell us what the weather's like there in San Antonio. Our listeners would love to hear some warm weather uh, stories. Yeah, let's see. It, it is 55 degrees. <laughs> there it is. Um, but we've really been suffering because it was kind of windy this morning. Oh, oh I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, the city is shut down. We were lucky, the three of us, Johnny and Kevin and I, we were lucky to get into the studio. Johnny got his car stuck in the uh, parking lot. You have no idea how grateful I am that it's Friday <laughs> Afternoon Club right now. That's all I'm going to say. Well, you get Paige's drink then. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, Chase, uh, Chase is around. Chase is holding down the floor. Oh, well, yeah, let's Chase Porter in the newsroom. Um, but anyway, uh, Trey, it's uh, yeah. The city's shut down. We've got I don't know five, six, seven inches of snow. It stopped snowing, uh, but the current uh, air temperature is six degrees. <laughs> it's, wow! And it's going to get. Uh, it's going to stop and probably clear up and it's going to get brutal. Br well, it's been brutally cold. My, oh, my back thinks it was fifteen inches of snow. Oh, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm pretty yeah. sore. <laughs> well, I'm just holding back because those of us here, you know, it sounds it sounds really uh, exciting, but uh, I'm sure that the excitement fades real fast. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, it's kind of like when you mow the lawn the first time in the spring. It's like, eh, it's kind of entertaining. Yeah. You know, it looks real nice. Yeah. Oh. By yeah. August, you've mm-hmm. had, you know, you've had... pay somebody to do this. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. no, but... As our listeners know, I I don't have to mow or shovel, so there you go. Uh, well, Trey, let's uh, dating over fifty. And by the way, uh, as you know, uh, Trey, in the second half of the show, we're going to bring on uh, Paige Dempsey, and the three of us mm-hmm. have been uh, chatting with Paige uh, electronically uh, the last few days. And Paige is a certified dating and relationship coach. So. So as you suggested, uh, Dr. Trey, that uh, it's about time to get a female perspective on this topic. So, yeah, I'm 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 going to be I'm very curious to hear Paige's perspective, but also I'm very curious to hear about um, kind of her approach and what she kind of finds is helpful for people and and finds you know I think she's got some good ideas about how to how to jump into this pool. Uh, as someone the other day, well, I better not think. So, you know, somebody the other day <laughs> yep. said something like, when you jump into the dating pool after 50, you have to realize that there have already been a lot of people, and I'll just say for the benefit of radio, who have left parts of themselves in the pool. <laughs> yeah, this is not the Howard Stern show. So, uh, yeah, I think everybody gets thank you. Thank you for yeah. using. Yeah, it's AM. Language. It's AM radio. We, we. Well, Johnny could bleep it out, and then we could uh, keep it for the podcast. But uh, anyway, well, that's exactly right. Well, hey, let's uh, for our listeners. And by the way, phone lines are open four zero two four seven nine fourteen hundred. Talk or text. Tell us how much snow you got. How bad? How bad your back hurts. Uh, and if you've got a question for uh, for Dr. Trey um, or for Chef Kevin, we'd we'd entertain that. Well, well, let's get maybe kind of do a a little summary here of uh, this is episode three of Dating Over Fifty. Uh, and if you've not joined us before, um, that's okay. You can catch up in a hurry. And you know the premise is um, uh, both Kevin and I are single, and uh, but we come at it from a different perspective. Uh, Kevin is widowed. And uh, and I'm divorced, and so anyway, and Dr. Trey is happily married, and uh, but we uh, we just the three of us are sitting around one day and said, uh, you know, I think Trey, you were asking us what it's like to be out in the dating scene, and and uh, and we said, no, this dating over fifty is uh, not for the faint of heart. So anyway, we've had a couple of episodes, and uh, we've talked about online dating, <clears throat> and we've talked about. You know some of the differences, and uh, as you as you age, and what that's like uh, in dating, and so uh, yeah, Johnny got a little jam going here. Oh, this is your song, Chef. Yeah, don't, no, it's not his song. It's bumper music. <laughs> oh, it's bumper music. I was going to say, what is this? We'll get okay. to the song. Uh, it, it, after it's the our break. cue that we're needing to go to break. All right. <laughs> Uh, as we do every stinking day at this time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I've only had a sip of, of this lovely cocktail. All right, folks, hang on. Get cuddled up in front of the fire and with a blanket and come on back uh, for dating over 50 on the Friday Afternoon Club. We'll see you in a few minutes. You're listening to The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Yeah, and welcome back to the snowy edition of the Dan Parsons Show. And as we do every Friday, it's the Friday Afternoon Club with Chef Kevin Shin. And uh, and we're doing uh, the third episode of a, well, I think, increasingly interesting and hopefully 
uh, worthy topic of dating over 50. And uh, joining us, as we do every time we talk about uh, important issues of the soul and the mind and, the, and uh, uh, a licensed uh, psychologist from San Antonio, Texas, Dr. Trey Thompson, who happens to be, I guess I hadn't mentioned this if you're just tuning in, who happens to be my slightly younger brother. So there you go. Uh, well, you know, I, Dan, I just want to say I know why people now are so friendly in the Midwest, because on your way home from work, you're thinking about getting some cookies and hot chocolate and, and snuggling up in a blanket. I mean, what could be nice? It's exactly right. Trey. Or you're hoping that your neighbor will uh, let you borrow their snowblower. So be on their good side and yeah. maybe maybe good karma will show. Well, uh, talking uh, speaking of snow and streets and the weather, uh, joining us uh, here in the studio is Mr. Chase Porter from the award-winning KLAN Newsroom. Chase, you're pulling double duty today. Oh, man, it's like triple, quadruple duty. I've, <laughs> I've kind of been the only one in the building most of today, wow. but someone's got to staff the newsroom, yeah, so I'm yeah, the man. Yeah, so yeah. So thanks for stopping in. I just thought maybe uh, in, in case our listeners were wondering what the weather was going to do and what the streets are, I just thought maybe it'd get you a little chance for an update. Yeah, basically. Um, what people need to know is that obviously most of the city is pretty much covered in snow and so much snow that all the streets now that it has been driven over a lot of times things are getting really packed the city is kind of advising people that it's going to be about 24 hours or so into tomorrow when they finally get things clear enough there's still a parking ban in in effect so we want to check KLIN.com. we have details on what you need to do where you need to park that way you don't get your car buried in snow over the next day. That wouldn't be any fun at all. Not at all. Well, uh, the report for me driving from uh, the Haymarket uh, here uh, via O Street, one line, one lane almost completely clear. Uh, the second lane was still snow-packed. Yeah, yeah. The city snow crews are doing a great job today. Yeah. Uh, the mayor reported that they had, I think it was like a record number of snow fighters out there. Pretty much, I'm sure, everybody they got on staff. It was like All hands on deck. 165 wow. snow fighters they got out there. Wow. Yeah, so they're working hard. What's the? What did we name uh, one of the snowplows? Oh, we picked a bunch of names. My favorite was Scoop Dog. That was my favorite. And oh, uh, Clear Opathra. Yeah, that was the other. And, and just be clear, this isn't the KLIN. Uh, this was the city. Uh, the, yes. the mayor did a contest to, yes. to name snowplows. Yeah, so. it was eight snowplows. I think they were like brand new snowplows. Maybe they have new snow technology on them. I wouldn't be sure. It but was not one of the names uh, uh, Plowy McPlow? Yeah, it actually was. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Or, or I think it was. <laughs> Every time I drive past one of them, I'm looking to see if I can see that name. Uh, Dr. Trey, you probably don't even know what a snowplow is <laughs> or a snow shovel. It, yeah. I, I actually, I got, to, I got to shovel some snow in Denver uh, earlier this year. I got to. Did you hear that? Yeah, my, my did you hear that, folks? Said, hey, I got to. Yeah, Uncle Dave said, hey, Trey, here's something fun to do. Here, why are you taking the snow shovel out? That's totally. <laughs> it's a blast. <laughs> That's totally Mark Twain. Yeah. 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 Huck Finn. Yeah. Uh, well, Chase, thank you very much. Feel free to stick around. We're, t- we're talking about dating over 50. Now, you don't qualify for over 50, <laughs> but you are a single dude. Yes. And uh, so, you know, I know, uh, I know you date so. I, I'm out there yes um, I, I imagine the problems are very different for someone who's 25 than and, and we're gonna, 50 and we're gonna talk about that uh, a little bit uh, in the second half of the show we've got a uh, uh, a dating coach uh, dating and relationship coach uh, Paige Dempsey's gonna join us so okay. uh, I mean shout out to Paige though from er, Paige 
Chase. Chase. Chase, <laughs> you just said Paige. That's where Paige is in my... Shout out to Chase, though, because he's a co-worker here where if I need to complain or talk about my dating life whatsoever... He's the first defense. He's the one I usually end up going to first. Because so. Johnny's also single and yep. under under fifty. So yeah, that's that's good that you guys encourage one another. I'm not a dating guru by any means, but I told Johnny to get on all the dating apps he could. Yes, you did. Even the free ones. Yes, especially the free ones. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, um, is there an only wrestling fans out there? Ooh. <laughs> I mean, as far as dating websites for wrestling fans, I, I don't know that's of a one. Niche but, yeah. Johnny should go after, right? <laughs> I think so. Hey, that's a, that's a business opportunity, my friend. That ab- absolutely right. is. Uh, well, Dr. Trey, uh, any insights uh, here before we uh, uh, before we take this break here in a few minutes and uh, and get uh, 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 Paige to join us? Any any insights since we last uh, talked to you on the about dating over fifty? Well, you know, one of the things I've been thinking about, and, you know, as a therapist, I'm not going to come on here and and talk about any of the people that I do therapy with specifically, but I will tell you that one of the most common themes that comes up is what we take on in terms of roles uh, from our families when we're Mm. growing up. And everybody sort of gets assigned a role. And, I, I mean, a lot of people are familiar with birth order and how, you know, the oldest seems to kind of be taking charge and so on. Um, but I think that one of the things that's interesting is to start to learn to recognize how you've got your family assigned role and you bring that to, in some ways to every relationship you uh, encounter, whether it's hmm. a, a first date or, or whatever. Yeah, that, <clears throat> that absolutely makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah, and, and I think we're going to get into this later, and, and we've talked about it. Or maybe it was my other counselor I talked about this one. <laughs> um, if you've not done the work, um, it just makes life a lot more difficult for everybody. And so yeah. if you're at a place in life that you've had those conversations with a professional to understand what that means uh, from your childhood, then, yeah, you're going to be in a much better position. You can really position. tell. You yeah. know? And, I, and, you know, I think sometimes people find that, uh, you know, I, I am an oldest well, I was an oldest child until I, until I got you as a brother. <laughs> That's and, right. Uh, and and I married a youngest child. And I, you know, I think maybe sometimes we sort of inhabit those roles in my marriage, mm. uh, and then sometimes we don't. And and knowing that about ourselves really makes it a lot easier to navigate when it. You know, when we bump up against those things. That's right. That's right. Well, yeah, that's, uh, well, we haven't talked about this uh, on the air, but uh, yeah, you did grow up as the oldest uh, brother uh, because uh, if people haven't figured it out yet, uh, we have different fathers. uh, uh, But I just found you 10 years ago. So I'm adopted. Uh, Trey and I uh, have the same uh, mother. And so, anyway, so yes, you grew up as the oldest and so that's yeah. that's how you manifest uh, your characterization in 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 your relationships so yeah yeah sometimes you know and i think you know it's not that it's a good or a bad thing it's just a thing to notice and and i think it helps sometimes johnny don't be spilling over there we'll get our we'll oh, get our behinds I, I, kicked out I'm, of I'm here i'm good we're good here <laughs> <laughs> trey are you uh in, in enjoying a cocktail i am i i uh I uh, have an old-fashioned that I put together with some uh, uh, whiskey that was made in Austin, Texas. Nice. 
All right. So I may have had some of that. Yeah, I think you did. I bet I did. Bill Austin (laughs) is the name of the maker. uh, Not to give a free pitch. uh, Yeah, get him as an advertiser, doggone it. Yeah, yeah, your marketing guy can give him a call. That's right. Chef, do you want to introduce? We have time to introduce your song. Yeah, since it's the Dating Over 50 episode, I thought we might need something a little sultry. Uh, it's not safe for work, necessarily. It's sort of, but, but it is no, for AM radio. But, but nobody's working right now. So. <laughs> we're, we're going to break in 13 seconds. Okay, we're gonna have, okay well, we'll bring it well, up uh, when we come back. Hey, uh, come on back. We're having lots of fun. We hope you are. Uh, Dating Over 50, the Friday Afternoon Club. Enjoy the news. We'll be back after this. 1499.3 KLIN. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. North for May Coming from the cold Hey, welcome back. North for May I told you it was sultry. This is how we do Fridays on the Dan Parsons Show. Cold feet mm. Dark snow It tastes good friction. Who is this chef? Listen to this line. Good this is Over the Rhine, one of my favorite um, singer songwriter uh, duos. They um, have this is off of their album called Snow Angels. And it's probably unfair to compare it to any other Christmas album because it's just head and shoulders above. <laughs> because it's original. It's all original music. Nice. And they write from the perspective of, um, as you can tell, romance, sorrow, uh, joy, uh, sentimentality, uh, tradition. And it's it's my favorite. I listen to it every year. Um, and it captures some of the essence of the holidays. Because, you know, there's, it's a, holidays are a mixed bag of emotion, you know. And for me, um, you know, I'm widowed, and so uh, I'm moving into new traditions. And so this that's what this album captures, yeah. but yeah. Mm, North Pole, man. Well, good choice for our listeners don't remember. Uh, Chef Kevin has a song every Friday for the Friday Afternoon Club. So, anyway, welcome back to the Friday Afternoon Club. And we are talking about dating over 50. We're joined by uh, psychologist uh, Dr. Trey Thompson from San Antonio, Texas. Uh, And, of course, Chef Kevin and Chase Porter from the newsroom is here. And Johnny Cadillac, uh, producer extraordinaire. It's a full house. I don't know. We're the only ones in the building. That's right. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. That's not good. (laughs) So, uh, and, uh, so, Dr. Trey, welcome back. Uh, You settled in. You got your your cocktail. Did you have to mix another one during break, during during halftime? I'll tell you, that that song works just as well in the warm weather. (laughs) (laughs) 
well, let me bring on uh, our very special guest, uh, Paige Dempsey. Uh, Paige is a certified dating and relationship coach, and she's just down the street uh, in Omaha, Nebraska. So, Paige, first of all, thank you so much for agreeing to do this. We've not met. I just stalked you and <laughs> reached out and, and asked if you would uh, consider coming on the show. So, anyway, Paige Dempsey, welcome to the Dan Parsons Show. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm excited to be here and have this conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Well, tell our, give our listeners a little idea about Paige Dempsey and, and the work that you do. Oh, those are, uh, those, that's a good question. Yes. Paige Dempsey is a single mom, so I'm not drinking tonight. I'm having my sparkling water right now. but um, Responsible choice. Yeah, I do a um, a lot of coaching, a lot of coaching of women, but a lot of relationships and life coaching. And I think one of my sweet spots is just helping people get unstuck and find some new pathways forward that maybe didn't they didn't even know was a pathway. Paige, and can I can I interrupt? Can you explain the difference between a coach and a therapist? Uh, yeah, I would actually love to hear what Dr. Trey says about that. So what the, <laughs> conventional an- the conventional answer that I hear people say a lot is that therapists help you sort of heal what went, you know, from the past. Mm. And coaches really help people move forward in the future. Oh, and I that's think a that's, great distinction. It is a great distinction, although I would say from the coaching training that I have done that a lot of coaching is very therapeutic mm. and a lot of stuff comes up that mm. was from the past. Mm. That's how, so like what Dr. Trey said earlier, that's how we show up is, is all of the stuff that got us to 50 or 40 or 60 or whatever. So, mm-hmm. and I think sometimes therapy is coaching, right? So, um, you know, my advice for anybody who's considering a therapist, a coach, whatever, is like just find somebody that you resonate with or that you click with if that is helpful, yeah. you know, um, just well, like a doctor well, or an accountant or whoever. It pays the reason I like that distinction is because it, it, it feels very personal to me because, uh, you know, four years widowed, moving into therapy right away. Um, I find I'm bringing the past forward. I'm, I'm, mm. you know, I'm living because the past is familiar. But it it takes vision and encouragement and people that can say, no, this is where you can go. This is what you can become. That that's what you were. That's not who you are. This is who you want to be. Yeah. And I love yeah, that distinction. Sometimes people do both. Some some clients like work with a therapist and a coach. Sometimes people sort of like graduate from a therapist and sort of go like, okay, I mean, I've done therapy in the past. And a couple of times I was like, okay, but like, what's my next, you know, what's my next thing? Mm-hmm. Um, but the other thing I would say as a distinction is that, you know, therapists really are, are more skilled and, and trained to like diagnose. Like that is not something that I would do is if you have a pathology or some, you know, uh, um, outstanding or you know something that's that's a, a diagnosed <laughs> diagnosable yeah, yeah. um something that might require treatment so mostly i would say too if somebody was thinking about getting going to a coach like we usually work with people who are i don't want to say like fully healed but like in a good place mm. stable you know not in the depths and trenches yeah yeah, so yeah coming I, in know, out I of 
Yeah, I, I think I might say that therapy is, is maybe a slower process. Like, we're going to take more time, whereas, you know, if I go to a coach, I've got a problem and I want to fix it and move forward. And when somebody comes to me for therapy, you know, my tendency is going to probably be, well, let's let's uh, slow down before we go forward. Let's mm. uh, kind of figure out where we are and uh, kind of work toward that when mm. you're ready to do that. Yeah. Absolutely, I agree that. Um, the relationship is first, and the fit is first, no matter what. And uh, it's very—I think it's very reasonable to for people to expect to move between different levels of uh, work. And you know, going to a coach and saying, "Hey, I've got a specific problem here. I need to fix. You're an expert in this area. Coach me up and and help me get moving." That's really good. Yeah, so. Uh... <laughs> This goes so fast. I want to get as much into this for our listeners and for for all of us who uh, who, who we've got these great coaches and therapists and and, and people here on the on the air today. Uh, so we've had this vibrant back and forth between the three of us, uh, Doctor Trey, uh, Chef Kevin, and, and Paige, and I. And so uh, I'm just going to open it up to to some some of those conversations we've had online so maybe uh dr trey why don't you start uh your question for uh for page okay so you know i'm i'm wondering um when somebody comes to you and and they want to get going you know it's like they it's like i want a date um where do you start um what do people need to think about maybe to prepare to come to you to uh you know uh, get the most out of that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think to, well, I said this a little bit in our messaging back and forth, but I think the way to start is you just start. Um, but the other thing that I'd like to share is that I think people need to understand, especially as we get older, you know, I'm, I'm inching towards 50, that this is a new way of dating and meeting people. And I don't just mean like online dating. It's, you know, when you met somebody before you were maybe in high school or you were in college and you were just sort of naturally came together and when you're meeting somebody after you know a divorce or a death and kids and job changes and all that stuff like it's just all you're just like starting from the beginning but um you know one thing that i would advise folks is to you know you have to be willing to be uncomfortable and that i think is what's hard for people sometimes like not every date's going to be amazing and not everybody you go out with is gonna be a good fit so um, you kind of have to be willing to be uncomfortable, like in pursuit of your <laughs> goal, if your goal is a dating, you know, dating or a relationship. And then, you know, I think also just like working on your own stuff, like coming, you know, I, I will say and, and to not, I know I'm, uh, I'm on the line here with a bunch of guys, <laughs> but my, my anecdotal experience experience is 99.9% of the women that I know and have coached and who whatever are doing therapy, they're doing coaching, they're doing podcasts, they're reading books, they're on like, a a woman's life is just like a constant self-help journey. Hmm. And anecdotally speaking, I would say 90 or 85 to, you know, 80 to 90% of the guys that I have even met after my divorce, dating online, meeting, you know tell me these tragic stories of their divorce or their ex or their marriage. I'm like, well, great. Are you, you know, going to therapy? Are you working on that? And I'd be like, nope, I'm good. Huh. <laughs> well, no. Chef, you want to jump hey, in? I, I, question. <laughs> uh, we don't have a lot of time on the break, but um, uncomfortable. How do you help somebody you're coaching 
get through the discomfort of what you were just describing. And, and Paige, I'll give you uh, the, the commercial break to think of that answer because we're going to take this break so we have some time on the other end of the uh, after the commercial. So, hey, right. hang on, everybody. We're just getting warmed up. Uh, come on back after these quick messages. You're listening to The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. And welcome back to the Dan Parsons Show, the Friday afternoon club, the entertaining part of the week. Although, as Johnny reminds me, our, we have so many great guests uh, during the week that it's uh, hopefully it's educational, informative, and uh, entertaining all the time. So anyway, welcome back to, we're talking about dating over 50, and we've got two professionals. I tell you what, this is a, 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 no extra charge over the air, AM radio, and, and, and remember, you can always find Find this uh, episode on your favorite podcast platform any darn time you like, uh, or just go to KLIN.com and scroll down on Dan Parsons' page. But we are joined, in addition to my co-host, Chef Kevin Shin, and Chase Porter from the newsroom, and Johnny Cadillac behind the board. We're joined by uh, Dr. Trey Thompson, a psychologist uh, who has his own uh, firm in San Antonio, Texas. And uh, we're delighted to be joined by Paige Dempsey, a certified dating and relationship coach uh, just down the street in Omaha. So, uh, Chef, you had asked a question to Paige. Just tee it up again for us. Yeah, our uh, Paige, you said um, allowing people, people need to allow themselves to be uncomfortable in situations. Uh, and I wanted to know what um, what you would advise, how you would coach somebody through that that uh, yeah, experience. That's a, that's a great, yeah, that's a great question. I mean, the first line of defense is always thinking about our thoughts about what we're going to be experiencing. So, mm. If you go into a date or meeting somebody and you're thinking, you know, this is going to be terrible. What if they don't like me? I might get rejected. I, I feel nervous meeting new people. Like, your thoughts are good. That is not a good way to tee yourself up for that experience. So, you know, step number one is we like just work on our thoughts about the whole experience and dating and, and the little parts and the big parts. And then the second part that is equally important is working on like regulating your nervous system so you know if you have a long history of fear of rejection and that instigates some some nervous feelings in your body or some feeling stuck or some like physical manifestation you know the the thoughts like if you see on you know social media or positive thinking like thinking positive thoughts doesn't actually work if they don't connect with you mm like emotionally and in your body, um, which I wish I would have learned a long time ago. So um, one thing that we do in coaching sometimes is just kind of like baby step thoughts or like we call them ladder thoughts. So if I were going to go on a date, I mean, what I do, I mean, myself is I don't even think about a date as a date. I'm like, oh, it's just a meetup. I'm just meeting a person. Interesting. And like, I do this all the time. Like I meet people at work. I mean, I just, it just changes like the whole experience. Hmm. And so there's really some good techniques that and that people are you can be in control of your own experience so uh and and don't think this is uh purely for the host i'm sure other people would have this question too <laughs> uh do you have well, suggestions you know, go ahead uh trey jump in so one of the things i was thinking about is um language and and Paige, you know you sort mm. of pointed out that you know a lot of dudes really don't have the language and and you know by stereotype women kind of our more verbal thinkers and so i think for a, a man if you're trying to figure out um 
what what do I want? What am I going to do? How you know? I feel uncomfortable in this situation. I think exploring language of openness of connection and thinking about words that um, that can help you feel more comfortable in a conversation, practicing conversations. Um, but I think when we feel stuck, it's probably a lot of times because we don't have language to connect or to express ourselves. And I think you know, figuring out. Oh, you go ahead. Oh, I didn't. I didn't mean to cut you off. I think this is yes. It's a little bit. We don't have the language, but also part of the stuck problem is we keep repeating the same language and the same mm-hmm. thoughts over and over in our head, and that's what keeps us stuck. I'm no good at dating. It's hard to meet new people. I haven't dated anybody in 20 years. So if that's what's going on and repeat in your head, for sure you're going to feel stuck. So what? But then the, I would the, say you've been yeah, working with humans for 30 language. years. You've, what's that? Give us, a, give us a language to replace those thoughts with. Well, it's different for every person, right? So it has to be something that resonates for you. But like the example that I use for myself is I just decided that meeting a new person that might have come off of Bumble or Match.com or, you know, wherever for a coffee is no different than me showing up to a work meeting with maybe colleagues that I haven't connected with yet. And you just have a conversation with humans. I mean, it's just such a different they just like don't put all the weight on it, or I, you know, I practice thinking like I'm I'm great at meeting new people. I mean, there's nothing magical about meeting a new human on a date, <laughs> as compared to like at a restaurant or, you know, the parent on your kid's soccer team or, you know, at your workplace. So, and I think just people put a lot of extra pressure on that that like doesn't need to be there. I I think that's what I what I started to suggest earlier, Paige, is uh, this is helpful for me. Hopefully it's helpful for other people to ask you the question. I, I've never thought of that. I mean, because it is. It's it's just so awkward and, you know, picking something that maybe the other person would not. So what are suggestions on what kind of dates you should be suggesting that you go on then in that mindset of, I'm not really going on a date. I'm just meeting someone. What are some... I, it's, it's exactly that. That's what I always tell people, and I've been doing this myself for years, and I will continue to have the, the benefit of just the meetup. And so I don't even think about it as a date. When you're meeting somebody for the first time, I usually suggest doing it, you know, Monday through Friday at either a coffee for an hour or a happy hour for an hour because you just want to get a quick vibe and, like, see if it tracks, see if you guys can talk, see if you can connect. And then if the, the little meetup goes well, then you schedule a date. And you can ask the person, hey, I'd love meeting you. What do you like? What are you interested in? And so that, again, just sort of takes the pressure off. I mean, I've been on so many dates on a Saturday night over dinner where I just, I mean, sometimes you walk in and sit down, and you're just like, oh, no. You know? So, like, <laughs> I just don't do it anymore. It's a lot easier just to, you know, but if you have coffee and you keep chatting and you're like, this is great on a Tuesday, then you see still leave space open to have a date on a Friday or a Saturday or, you know, the next Tuesday. Uh, uh, Chase Porter, uh, the, the different demographic here at the table, uh, does that resonate with you? Yeah, I actually, I find a lot of this does. Um, you know, in that being said, I'm not in the the demographic, but you know, I I coach a lot of my friends I, amateurly through some dating struggles that they have in their 20s, and I find a lot of this advice can resonate really easily with anybody or 30s, Chase or 30s. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, okay, let's do a quick round here because we're going to run out of time. 
time here in a few minutes. But uh, uh, Dr. Trey, do you have some wrap-up uh, thoughts uh, as we wrap up episode number three of Dating Over Fifty? Yes, I. You know, I think what I think what we're all agreeing is that um, expectation management is really important, and the way we think about what we're doing or the way we the words that we use are really important. And there's a big distinction between saying, I'm going on a date, like a date with a capital D, or I'm going to go have coffee. And I, you know, I think about people in their teens or their 20s where there are so many opportunities to just hang out um, with a group of people that it's much more organic and natural. And I think maybe that's what is missing for older adults sometimes is finding places where these kinds of things can happen more naturally. That's good. Uh, Paige, uh, some final thoughts? Yeah, I always say in dating, especially as I've gotten older, that you need to have high standards but low expectations. (laughs) So if you are on a dating app, like, there are going to be a lot of misses. There's going to be a lot of, like, people that are not a good fit, but you want to just still have high standards and, you know, just kind of keep going. It can be a lot of fun. I will say, too, the one thing about dating as you get older that's amazing is we're just so much more discerning and know ourselves better. So yeah. I wish I, I could have dated at 25 the way I'm dating in my 40s. That's true. It's, there's a lot of freedom in doing this. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Very good. Uh Chef, uh, you have a word for us? I do, in the spirit of what we've been talking about, of uh, breakups and broken hearts and healing ourselves. Um, I wrote this one in that spirit. The reason wounded people can make for great healers is they know pain firsthand and how most of it doesn't require a pill to heal it. Nice. Nice. That's good. As always, Chef. You can find a lot of more of that on Instagram. Chase Porter, thank you, my man, for stopping in. Johnny, as always, thank you. Uh, Dr. Trey, thank you, my brother. Peace to you and Susan. Uh, and yeah, we're, we're doing our best. Paige Dempsey, thank you so much for joining us. Chef Kevin, I'll see you soon. All right. Folks, that's the show. Enjoy the weekend. Now go do good things.